Evil Squid Comics no, Podcast. Season 4, episode 26. Don does not know how to open a beer bottle. Apparently. It's not exactly a beer. What is it? It is the Black Jack Cola. Black Jack Cola. So you sure you don't want one? Suck it. I am sure. Now you may want I might want one later. Suck I just want one right the second. Face. Anyway, I'm Drew. I'm Don. I'm Scott. And we are the Evil Squid Comics oh, Podcast. Man, Wow. And we get together every couple weeks, and we talk about comic books and some movies and some TV shows and other type of things. Wow, that is really good. Scott really likes his Black Jack Cola. I really Cola. like the Black, Black Jack, Jack Cola, Cola It's just like hitting the spot. Drop tonight, another you know? shot in there. Drop wow. another shot, Jack. Mm-hmm. It's a little watered down for you. <laughs> it's a little... It's not little quite much, strong enough. A little much Cola. A little more Cola, a little less Jack. All right. Yeah. That happens. You need like five fingers. Five fingers. Scott just unwrapped his books. I did unwrap the books. It's like wrapping. It's it like is. Christmas. He wrapped up his stuff like a Christmas present. I try. Because of Christmas. Oh. I watched Avatar. The Way oh, of Water? Okay. Or just yeah, the, right in. the Way of Water. Oh. Don watched Avatar. Have you seen it? He just saw it. That's why he, he had stopped. to start late. I boycott anything from James Cameron anymore. Uh, because of the testosterone comment? No. Uh, just because you... he's kind of a dick in general. Well, he is kind of a dick so. in general. Uh, he is kind of arrogant, but he kind of has a right to be. He does. He does. He backs it up. Well, I mean, you so. say you boycott everything by James Cameron. This is the first movie he's made in like 14 years. Exactly. So, it's so, not much. So I boycott everything since Avatar. It's the well, first this movie. this is his first movie since yep. Avatar. It's so. the first thing I got to boycott. Oh, right. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm Scott's just, been waiting to boycott something. For, finally, for, get something out. Yes. It's not quite that long. I mean, it's like 2009. So, yeah, 13 years. years. So you finally put it out and I cannot go to it. No, but I do I do refuse to go see that movie. I will probably watch it when it comes to video or something, but I, don't know. I just am lazy I didn't go see it. I would I, I would have been lazy. There was no like strong this been this guy at work. He's been asking me to see it for like t- since it came out and I'm like, no. Nope. Cool. Did you see it in 3D? 3D IMAX. 3D IMAX? Well, that's probably the only way to see it, right? It probably is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen it any other way. So okay. I would imagine okay. it is. Was it visually spectacular? Oh, yeah. Yeah? See, the the trailers, like, on the screen, it looks very almost CGI, like, not realistic. I mean, I know it's CGI, but it just looks clunky. It looks like bad CGI. Have you seen Avatar, the first one? Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> it's... That's pretty much how the first one was. Huh. Well, it was. It looked very years CGI, ago. huh? I just mean it looks. It looks bad. Navi. It looks bad. Like it doesn't look good. I, I don't think it looks bad. Okay. I told you it's just weird when. But you the have... trailers do is what I thought. Oh. Like when I see the trailer, it just doesn't look that's good. CGI wise, just did quality. you enjoy it though in general? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Best I movie enjoyed you it see? more than I thought I would. Best movie you saw all year, huh? No, I I really didn't think I would like Top it. Gun was I had better. no interest. I really had no interest in seeing the movie. I got, I got dragged along. Yeah? No interest. No, I mean, like, I'm like Scott. Like, I was going to wait. Like, I didn't want to go for four hours to a movie. Yeah. No, I'm the same way. And so That's like a day. Like, I would have been fine waiting to yeah. see. But I was, I was entertained. Yeah. I enjoyed were you, it. Were you entertained? The story was fine. The, the... I, I don't know why it had to be that long, but it really didn't feel that long. Like, when no, you go good. there, like, it doesn't feel like it doesn't it's... feel three well, hours. That's good. No, it, that's it, impressive. It moves. Because you don't want it to feel three hours. No. 
Isn't it just basically a retelling of the first one, though? But they threw some water people in? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't remember what the first one was. No one no, remembers the first so one, that's the so key. it's perfect. It's so long, it's been so long no one remembers between them the that nobody one. even remembers it. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> what was the first one about? I'll tell you the second one. <laughs> so there's a big corporation trying to take over Avatar. and Take the, over the world because it has unattainment. And, and uh, they want that... No, oh no! See, they're... in this one, they're trying to take over the the Avatar world because they've destroyed the Earth, so they need somewhere new to live. Uh, oh, okay. So, similar, but so the military's moving in. So similar, they're trying to take over the world, but this time instead of just trying to take it over for its minerals, they're trying to take it over because they fucked over Earth and now they need a new yes. Earth to live. That sounds about some right. new place to fuck over, right? Yeah, understand, understand. And then the bad guy, well. Do you want me to ruin it for you? Oh, absolutely. Spoil the shit out of it? Well, maybe not you. So, yeah. I, I mean, I have no problem. No, I don't want you to ruin it. So, yeah. see. I'm yeah. not going to see it. I don't need a plot. Well, it's no, I mean, it doesn't really... They bring back the... They bring back the asshole from the first one. bring back the general, yeah, the okay. colonel. Well, like I said, I don't remember him, so it's perfect. Is. Nice. I didn't either. It'll have no but effect. They, they hey, they brought him that guy back, back. like, with the... They insert his mind into, like, a... Navi. body. And so he's like the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Him and his crew are going in because they're the. Yeah, I think I'm just gonna rewatch Waterworld. Because, <laughs> because they're the they're the uh, love that movie. They're the insert. They're the rebels trying to keep them out. Cool. So they go in to try to get them. Get Jake Sully or Scully or nice. Sully, whatever the fuck his name. I think is. It's Sully. Sully. Yeah. I just saw it. He landed that plane. On the yes. Hudson River. I did. <laughs> yes, that's Sully. <laughs> that's Sully. Is Tom Hanks in it? Dude, they did show a cool uh, little trailer deal for Mission Impossible. Oh, yeah? Like... The new one? Yeah, the new one that's coming out. Like a little trailer? Or was it like well, actual trailer? Or was so, it the thing where, it was that, where he's, he's, doing he's standing stunt. there and saying, Hey, we're going to pull off these great stunts for you all, and thank they you for that. They actually show him do the stunt. Okay. We, we're jump out of the plane anyway? No, we... They build this freaking oh, okay. so ramp different for a okay. motorcycle, okay. Okay. and like it's in Norway. Yeah, why? I mean, why wouldn't it be? And they build this giant motorcycle ramp, like a ramp off a cliff. Yeah, and Tom Cruise just jumps on this motorcycle and drives this motorcycle up this ramp. Flies did you know off he is sixty? Yeah, yep. he turns sixty this freaking crazy. year. I did not know that until my mom he and drives I drives a motorcycle were a off a cliff. About that well, over the holidays, and now. then nah, and then parachutes down. I don't feel that way, <laughs> and then parachutes down. Uh-huh. So it's like the biggest stunt see. in the movie. Cool. Wow. And he did it like four times. Like, yeah, I think I could do it better. Let's do it again. And so then he drives this motorcycle off a cliff again. It's an interesting way to advertise their movie. I know, right? Show the stunts (laughs) that we're doing and what we're going through (laughs) to please you, the audience. Barbara like turned to me and Barbara goes, oh my God, he does his own stunts. Now I want to see the movie. Like Sorry. all kind of smart <laughs> Like now I really want to see it because Tom Cruise does his own stunts. He's famous for doing his own stunts. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like everybody knew that, but at everybody. first I was like, "He's gonna do what? <laughs> Drive a motorcycle off a cliff?" I saw a glass onion. Ding! So did I. Me too. Oh, nice. We all love that. That movie. was probably my. That was good. I mean, it was so good. Yes, it was very good. That was- 
I think, believe it or not, though, I think I still like the other one better. Knives yeah. Out. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty damn good. The first yeah. one. Nice. Nice. I did, out. I I did love the over twist over of this one. I guess we shouldn't talk about it in case someone hasn't watched it yet. But care? I like. Who listens? cares? We've at least all seen it. Okay. I loved how like it was actually Ed Norton was like a moron. Like it turned out was a big twist. This guy's an idiot. <laughs> that was he just copies it, off of everybody else. He didn't even burn the the napkin. <laughs> he burns it. Yeah. And he keeps saying, like, things wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it was great. Or when he, likes, or when Daniel Craig spoiled his murder mystery. Murder mystery. Like, I know. Five seconds. I know. Can I spoil it any time? <laughs> can we solve it any time? How soon can I get solved? Here's your iPad. <laughs> Do we get a prize? Do we get a prize? But he does a great job of putting, like, the mystery within the mystery, you know, like how they, you think it gets one thing and then you see, oh, look, that one girl is actually switched and they do all the back and they give yeah. you all the backstory. It was cool. I thought it was well done. Yeah. yeah it was good. Yeah. It was definitely funny, though. Yeah. Type <laughs> things. It's pretty good. I saw um, Top Gun, finally. Maverick, huh? Yeah. It's you know to talk about. There's another movie in which I really didn't have much of a desire to see, and I ended up I seeing it, and I enjoyed it. It's entertaining. Yeah, it's, it's just like Star Wars. I guess it's a fantasy. Well, you have to <laughs> yes, it is a fan to drive through this little trench, and then you have to drop a bomb into like and then a they tiny use the little force. tiny little thing, and then his laser breaks, the so he computer. turns off his targeting, and they have to do it. They have to shoot it. I was like, I was seriously like watching Star Wars. I'm like, this is Star Wars. They ripped this off of Star Wars. It's hard to beat the best, man. Dude, I wish Val Kilmer. Dude, it would have been so awesome if like Val Kilmer would have been like, like in better health. And it could have been him and Maverick, like, on the run. Like, that would have been insane. That would have been crazy. I don't know. That would have been very good. Uh, I enjoyed the way it played out. Okay. I don't know. Was that nostalgia? I finally watched uh, Reboot on Hulu. Yeah. Oh, that's good. fuck, that is good. (laughs) Right? I know. It's over. I know. Well, hopefully there'll be another season. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I was was laughing pretty good at that. (laughs) We watched uh, all of Wednesday. Have you guys both seen it? Yes, yeah. I watched all that one. I enjoyed it. It was better than I thought. It was very enjoyable. It had a Harry Potter vibe to me. I could see that. I mean, that's really what it felt like. Harry Potter and Riverdale with the mystery and other type stuff. But yeah, on reboot when they when he gets the when he gets the boner and he has to wear the he has to wear the special <laughs> the special diaper the hell great the special protection. Oh my gosh, we oh watched gosh. this. We just found it. It's called Murderville. Murderville. It's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's a so it's got uh the guy Will Arnett. Mm, he's yeah. like the main character and he's like a detective and then they bring in a special celebrity guest every week and he is like a mur- he's like a homicide detective and so like the guests that they bring in they're like his uh detective in training but they don't have a script so they're just it they're just free they're just free balling it so like they had uh we watched all of them there were like there was one that was like uh who killed santa and it had uh it had um, Jason Bateman as one of the detectives, hmm. and then um, who else was in it? There were a couple other people, but um, is it, who's the dude? Was he the, the guy in the Eternal New Ma- Numanji? I'm gonna butcher his name. 
the I know who you're talking Kevin about. Kevin Hart? No. The Rock. Black, uh, Coop, the Rock. Najil. He's the big sick. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Yes. He was in Eternals. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I don't like, know his name. But I know who you're talking about. Okay. The Indian guy. He's in one of them. Uh, Kim Jong, Kim, Kim, uh, the Dr. Kim, Dr. Kim uh, from The Hangover. Oh. That guy's in one of them. They have Sharon, the Mass Singer. They have, yes, they have Sharon Stone in one of them. <laughs> Dude, it's pretty funny. Like, they go through, like, a murder, like, a someone gets murdered, and then they have to go and, like, question, like, three different suspects, and then at the end of the show, like, the the... The celebrity guest has to, like, try to solve the murder and guess who it is, and they get it right or they don't. It's really hmm. funny. Okay. The one with the guy from The Eternals was probably the funniest. I could see that. The, He's pretty The funny. way they had to... The, the stuff he made him do. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a funny show. It's called, like, Murderville. He's um, pretty funny. Like there's yeah. only, like, six episodes, though, but... Okay. Um, you guys okay. should check that out. Yeah. So, I can tell you a bunch of stuff not to check out. Yeah. Uh, the Witcher Blood Origin. Not to Netflix. check it out. I've never watched it. I was any not of the very Witcher impressed stuff. with it. So but the, it's the Witcher. It is, but it's like a prequel, like yeah. two thousand years before or something. I don't even know. But they like low budgeted up or something. I don't think so. But it just, it just uh, wasn't good. it just doesn't have very good pacing or something. Mm-hmm. Characters oh. weren't the greatest. I don't know what it was, but I wasn't that impressed. Did you watch in the shower though? Uh, no, did not. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, I watched Strange World. Uh, the new one on Disney Plus, oh, the animated why? one, because it was new on Disney Plus. What you is know, type things. It's an animated movie that came out that nobody went to go see. Cause yeah, you, need, you haven't even heard of it. So yeah, they did huh. not do very much on publicity in general, and then the movie itself just it's it's animated, you know, type things, and the animation is good for what it is, but the story and the the characters and stuff, it's just not very enjoyable overall. It's uh, it's pretty boring. Hmm. And, and all it is is one big public service announcement for getting rid of carbon fuels and things like that. Sounds but, fun. Yeah. Definitely what I want to watch. Yeah. So, anyway. Uh, so is the glass onion. So is glass onion. <laughs> that is true. Clear. Just a different way, though. Clear with a K. Clear with a K. <laughs> Uh, this whole place is powered off of it, though. Um, <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Oh, that's that, good. It is awful. It is totally what? bad. Yes. You like Sonic the Hedgehog 2? I saw that in the theaters. Oh, my God. See you either one soul. of them. So, I haven't seen no, that is just, like two? It's just a bad, yeah. It's got Knuckles? It does have Idris Elba, though, as, as the voice of yeah, one of the characters. Nice. That's actually the best part about it, but... And Tails. And so, but yeah, it, it's not a very good movie. You know what I finally watched? The only thing that was good about it was the fact that Kaylin and her fiancé are here, and so they just talked and gave that movie crap the whole way through, so that was kind of You funny. can say after he's done. Okay. No, you're, you're okay. okay. I was just going to jump in and mix it up. Fine. Go for it. I watched the Beastie Boys story on Apple. Oh, that's great. That is freaking That's really? the greatest thing ever. Hmm. Yeah. It's how did, like a how very... did you have Apple? Huh? I you didn't have Apple TV. We got it. When? I don't know. Watch C. Oh my god, that looks so yeah. terrible. Oh, it's so good. That was not that, that looks bad either. So you gotta bad. get you gotta get through the first season. Barbara was like, "It's so good." Barbara was like, "Let's watch this. You'll love it." And I'm like, "Okay." She's like, "Here, watch a trailer." And I'm like, "I watched Spirited." Yeah, oh, I saw that. Yeah. Good I was afternoon. Not that not that. Yeah, I was not that impressed <laughs> good with that. Afternoon. Good afternoon. I mean, season three is seated last season, but halfway through, it's good. Uh, I don't know. It, that looks so bad. Like power through the you, power through the first season. Power through the whole concept. 
What we're do you mean powers for heavy Blind on? people? Yeah. Like, and then they're going to fight? Like, how do they fight? How do they have a war? Same way Daredevil does, but without a radar. System. They don't have radar. <laughs> I guess you have to watch it. I mean, they don't shoot morons. It's hand to hand. It looks like the dumbest concept. I'm not a big fan of dipshit Aquaman. And Really? Yeah. You don't like Momoa, huh? Nah. Okay. It's like Game of Thrones with blind people. Huh. I don't know. Okay. I, t- I told her she could watch it without me because after, should I, watch after it. I spent 90 seconds of watching the trailer, I wanted to rip my eyes out. Not How much of it did you watch? Anymore. I don't know, a couple episodes in the first season. Yeah, you, it out. takes a while to get going, definitely. Yeah. Hmm. Season two is way better than season one. So what if one? I just jump into season two? You could. You might miss a lot of I don't have Apple TV, though, anymore now, <laughs> so I gave it up. I don't know, dude. Beastie Boys was good. It was like a very <coughs> condensed version of the the book that they put out. Did you read the book? I have the audio book. Uh, I listened okay, to the sure. audio book. Cool. It, the audio book is awesome. If you like that, you should listen to it. I don't listen to audio books. Why? Then buy the book and read it. I would just read it, yeah. Why would I have some Then buy it and read it. It's awesome. Cool. Which the book itself would probably be better because it has a lot of pictures in it. Um, so like in the audio book. They have the no guy. That, they have the guy that took the pictures come in and explain the pictures to you yeah. <laughs> on the audio book. I'm like, this is terrible. But yeah, they get into a lot more crazier stories and stuff in the book. Cool. But yeah, I thought that was neat the way that they did it. I didn't know they did a show. Like that was a show. I don't know how many days they ran it, but if you watch the end of it. Mm-hmm. They like had a, live a different thing. out. They had a bunch of different famous people in there doing outtakes and stuff. Oh, cool! I mean, you watched the movie, right? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. No, you're okay. I didn't mean to. No, yeah. I didn't mean to steal your thunder. Uh, I don't Scott's think he did. I was just going. No, no, no. I, I wanted to talk through. about good stuff because Scott was bringing us down. I wanted to have him keep bringing us down. I wonder what not to watch. But he didn't like Sonic 2, so I, he, I can't really judge yeah. anything. So he might like though. Strange Worlds, you know, type he thing. Might. So, you know, you can give that one a shot. And Spirited, I was, like I said, I wasn't... A, I mean, it was okay. It was okay. But it was I wasn't great. a huge fan. It was fine. It was exactly... I laughed out loud a couple times. Fine. It was fine. Yes, but Bullet Train was, I, like, so much better. Well, Yeah. So, <laughs> I, all right. What else are we not like? When um, I think that is really about thing. it. Because oh. uh, Spirited, Blood Witcher, or the Witcher Blood Origin, the Strange World, and Sonic the Hedgehog. Little Larry. So, I've been watching National Treasure: The Edge of History. You know, it's actually kind of getting better as that one goes on, though. Hmm. If you like the to. National Treasure type stuff, but if you don't like National Treasure, yeah, you just punt it. So get out of it. Yeah, probably not. Willow, it's pretty good still. The Willow series I started. Yet. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I think they still got like two more episodes. I think. Yet oh, you know what I did watch? So, the Weird Al Yankovic story. Did you? Did you guys watch that with Daniel Ratliff? Yeah. You didn't watch that? That was just like Harry Potter. Yeah, it kind of looks like Harry Potter. So it's like an autobiography, or it's like a biography of Weird Al, but yeah. instead of making it straight, he like does a parody of a thing. It's pretty funny. Is it? Yeah. You enjoyed it? Yeah, I'm not good. a big Ooh, Weird I mean, Al guy. But it's pretty entertaining. Okay. It's fine. I don't want to watch blind people and don't care about... You have to watch C, though. I'm not going to watch Especially that. if your I wife have... is watching it. Dude, you can spend quality time with so her. so much better stuff to watch than that. I don't know that there's on much on TV that's better than C. We just started this show. It's on Showtime, so you probably don't have it. But it's called I Love That For You. It's got Molly Ringwald in it mm-hmm. and some other chick from Saturday Night Live. Yeah. 
where she gets a job on like it's like a QVC network. Yeah. It's like a sitcom. It's kind of funny. We're like. Do you like Maya show. Rudolph? Yeah. Ooh, she's... Did you watch Loot? Loot. Loot on um, Apple TV. No. O O T or U T. L O O T. The concept is she's like uh, married to a Jeff Bezos type guy, and she divorces him, gets like half his money, mm. and then has to like figure out what to do with all the money. Gotcha. Maya Rudolph is one of so on the one the murder bill with the Santa. Mm. Maya Rudolph is one of them also. All right, so you have to watch. There's one with Marshawn Lynch too. Mythic Quest. What's that on? Apple TV. Apple TV. Uh-huh. We're so, doing Apple TV now. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yes. So there's one episode in each season of Mythic Quest that is like the greatest episode of television. Hmm. Like one of it's it's like about these two people who like make a video game, like an indie game, and how it like. It's, like, the the life of, like, their indie video game and how it, like, goes through, like, its life cycle or whatever, you know. And the second one, it's, like, a 19... It's, like, a 1950s, like, pulp science fiction type thing. It's, like, about how those people did it and, like, Isaac Asimov, like, in it and stuff. It's, like, super cool. What's it called? It's called Mythic, Myth- Quest. Mythic Quest. The show itself is good as well, but there's, like, one episode where they Loot. do something weird in each season. Mythic and you gotta watch those episodes because they're just these really cool, like side stories, huh? Yeah, it's like it's hard to describe, but they're just really good. Mm-hmm. Sounds interesting. But Mythic Quest is cool. It's basically about a game development company. Gotcha. But those are really fast. They're like short little things. But cool. The two little um, side episodes in each season are pretty damn good. Nice. Awkward silence. Awkward. Sorry, I derailed this. Are we uh, done with watching stuff? Here? Yeah, I don't have anything else. I didn't. I don't feel like I watched all that much. I think I was just busy. So weird. Wow. All right. I well, talk... it is football season too. You know, and the bowls oh, yeah. and things. So the bowls. You know, the bowl season. You know, bowls. or the college bowl. Uh, I, you said college. Bowls. So. I really want to talk about die, and I know what I want to say. So if you guys could not interrupt me while I try. Is that to get uh, all out. how do you Jesus say his Christ. first name? Carry on. Kieran Gillen. Karen. I call it Kieran. Kieran? 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 Kieran. Because it's not Karen. It almost looks like that. I think it's Kieran. Kieran. Like Kieran. Like ear. Kieran. Kieran? Because it's I-E-R. Because my daughter was huge. Your daughter was reading this. Yes, really wanted that bad. And I think I did get that. At Comic-Con, she said she'd been reading it. Yeah, I thought that she had. And I had already ordered it. I was all excited. So. So I'll start off to saying that I didn't like this book. Really? But... It has the greatest concept of a comic book I've ever heard, and it should have been awesome. I don't know why they couldn't make it good. So, the idea, do you know what the idea is? I've read, like, the first four issues. I just haven't Do you know what the, the idea book. is? No. Okay, so, remember the Dungeons & Dragons cartoon from when we were kids, from okay. the 80s? Okay, yeah. Those kids get sucked into the Dungeons & Dragons world. Yeah, it's an isekai. What? It's an isekai. Isekai? Yeah. What's an isekai? It's where you take regular people and you transport them okay, into yeah. a different world. So... so. And that you're familiar with and that? you're familiar with the it's book It's Japanese. You're familiar with the book It by Stephen King. Yes. So this book by It by Stephen King is these kids, you know, they're friends, they have this adventure, and then it flash forwards and then they're adults and they have to kind of redo stuff or whatever. So that's what this is. It's like what if you took the kids from Dungeons and Dragons, fast forward twenty years, and then see what happened to them after they got out and yeah, now they're yeah, adults. Okay. 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 Doesn't that sound like the coolest concept ever? It sounds kind of boring because the oh. adults are always... Crap. Well, they get sucked back into the world. 
Yeah. So when they so here's the here's the here's well the trick. It either, when so. they were when they left, they had to one of the guys got left behind. Talking to the wrong guy. Right. <laughs> one of the guys got left behind. I'm the and right so, guy. He's the wrong. And so guy. they have to go. So then they find out. <laughs> they get like a sign that he's still alive or that he might still be in there. So they go back into the world to try and <clears throat> you know basically throw in a little splash of yellow jackets. Because like he got left, and then like they come back. Yellow jackets? Has he? You haven't seen Yellow Jackets? No, oh, nobody Jesus knows what you're talking Christ. about. You need to watch Yellow Jackets. You haven't seen Yellow Jackets? <laughs> no, nobody knows what you're talking about. Oh my God. Is it on Showtime? TV show, yeah. It's on Apple. Nobody has Showtime. Showtime. Let me find the one so streaming channel that good. only three people in the world have Showtime. and I'll watch something on it. Yellow Jackets is awesome. It's just it like this be. book. Well, this book is not awesome. So the it's first like problem the with concept the book, of this is book is I don't like the art. It's like this weird yeah. painted style. And I'll be honest with you too. I'm like four issues in. And I'm oh. not sold on it either. Dude, it doesn't get better. I like... It doesn't? Oh, no. Damn it. And this is only volume one. Well, this is the whole thing. 20 issues. It this says is... volume one. It's over. It's it. Really? really? It says volume That's one. It? Hmm. I don't know. Okay. It says book, book one, one, but on Wikipedia, it said that he said he's doing 20 issues, and this is 20 issues, and it ends. Huh. So, so it he, ends? Yeah, so he could do a sequel, I suppose, but it would not be the same story. I just story. wondered why this is book one. But you Part of the, the, and it's not so impressive. much, okay. I don't love the art, but not so much the art itself, it's also the storytelling. Like, there's a scene where this guy, here's a, per, this is it, perfect. So, there's this big giant thing, and the one, this guy, he's the fool. His whole concept is, the more, the more, uh, binding, That's the more foolish he acts, the more likely his luck is going to get him through the situation. So he's going to fight this big <clears throat> giant thing all by himself because then he'll win because it's a ridiculous yes, you know, concept. Thing. Yeah, so, ridiculous so okay, he's, this is your big splash. And you're like, oh, he's about to fight this guy. The next scene, it's over. He's, he's defeated it. There's no battle or anything. We don't show you any action of him actually fighting it. It's just done. And it's like, really? What, what kind of a creative decision is that? Why don't you get something? Have you read anything from J.R. Tolkien? Yeah. <laughs> It's the same concept. Right? Yeah. It may be. And, and then he weaves in a lot of uh, literary stuff in it. Like we get Jane or the, Emily Bronte who wrote like Jane Eyre or whatever. Yeah. Like she wow. shows up and then H.P. Lovecraft shows up and Jules Verne shows oh, up. Oh, like I he, love H.P. Lovecraft He has to weave all this uh, stuff into it. And so it's just kind of like, I don't know. I really wanted to like it. I love the concept. I thought it could be a really cool book just because I think... The kids of Dungeons and Dragons, now they're adults. It's like, it sounds neat to me. It sounds like it could be a really cool story. And it just, it was just a grind to get through. I just could not get into it. Hmm. I read like the first three or four and I wasn't like, this is the greatest thing ever. I was kind of on the fence about it too. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't either. Dude, we both, we can pick out stinkers. Yeah. So I, what I've learned is I need to stop buying like giant hardcovers of stuff I haven't read. Hmm. Like sight unseen, because what'd that run? Sixty bucks. That was sixty dollars. I think so. Holy shit! I can't read. Can you read it? It's a good thing I got it on sale. Well, I got it on sale too. Is it forty nine or fifty nine? That is fifty nine. Yeah, yeah it's sixty bucks. Yeah, but you yeah. didn't pay that though, right? No, I got a discount. Let's see, that's good. And I'll sell it for half. I'll still lose money. Mm, it was funny, but you get your enjoyment out of it. But I didn't get any enjoyment. That's out a good it. binding. It did look like it, it. is a nice put together book. <laughs> so anyway, that's my rant. Thank you for letting me get it all. <clears throat> I really had to 
Sure. Release. No problem. It's so, all good. All right. One of you guys can go. You want to talk about Human Target? Sure. I think you should talk about, you talk about Saga. I don't care. What do you want me to talk about? Saga. saga. It's on top. Okay. So you're all caught up on the latest arc of Saga? Yes. I thought you did that last time. No. I No. Okay, calm down. So it's six issues, so they go on a three-year break, right? We figured that out last time. Is that what we decided it was? Yeah, it was like three years. Yeah, I okay. think so. And then they put out six issues, and then they take another they six months take another off. break. Yeah, yes. okay. They're going to go till January. Like, the next issue is supposed to come out, like, in January. Um, It's Saga. I mean, it's, it's weird. Like, I know that when this book... Before they went on their hiatus and it was coming out regular, like, this was, like, most of, at least to me and Drew, I can't remember. I think you like this, don't you? Yeah, Do you I like Saga? I like Saga. Like, we really liked it. I like, really it was like good. It. Yeah. And then getting away from it for, like, three years. I mean, and then back. coming back. It's kind of like, I don't know. There's some stuff, especially in the first couple, where you get back into it. And yeah. it's just like, oh, my God, this is all just shock value. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah. So there's a lot of shock value in it. It's the same. Um, it ends on a pretty shitty cliffhanger again. So, like, I mean, you know, the dad dies at the end of 54, and then you go six more issues, and then there's, like, another shitty cliffhanger. Um, like, really... He's downer. dead. He's dead. What? <laughs> you saw that. It's been three fucking years. He was just laying on the ground, blood coming out. That doesn't um, mean he's dead. Well, he's... Well, as far as I assumed he was as far dead. as he's he's dead, um, so I mean, there's some there's a couple new characters that kind of get in. Well, one right there, that dude, and yeah, then they gotta introduce new characters because they keep killing people off. Right, That's true. But I mean, it's fine. I enjoyed it. It's good. Like I like it. it. Just it's weird how like it was everything was new, and and I think like the first fifty four or whatever they were like were really really good. You know they, what I mean? They were good. And they moved at a pretty good pace. And they moved at a pretty good pace. pace. This thing and, moves at a pretty good pace. And it was pace. all coming out there, too, as well. But, right. So you could, to your point, you know, uh, could keep going with it, you know, and, and things. But, you know, having that time off from this for so long, you're, for, a, for something, I don't know, for a story that was good, it definitely had some jarring ups and downs, I guess. And probably the downs were more jarring than the ups, you know, yeah. in a lot of ways. And when you take away, get away from that, what would you say, depressive shock value type things, are you real anxious to get back into it, you know, I guess right. to a certain extent? You know, at least when it's right there and it's right one right after another, you're already prepared for that mm-hmm. mentally, you know, and you're kind of going in that. Now to get something, you know, to your point that you've been away from for three years and you're getting yourself back into this kind of state of mind in some ways, is it still as as good? I don't know. It yeah. could be difficult. I, I, mean, I could definitely see where you're coming from. I think it's solid. It was just like, you know, there's, I don't know, like trigger like like jarring words like you know what i mean like oh it's all shock value it's almost like when when the when marvel and dc well marvel at least got rid of like the code and they had their like max line yeah like every other word was fuck just because they could Uh, like oh we can write this word now and like we can have everybody say it and it can be plastered everywhere and it's like they just ran it into the ground and it feels like that like, when, when we were in it before, it was, yes, it was shock value. Like, we knew that he was doing it for shock value. But it's like, at some point, 
it's like, I don't know. It's almost like we're 60 issues in or 55 or 60 issues in. And it's like, okay, that was like the teenage adolescent stuff. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when you're a kid and you laugh at farts and and booby jokes or whatever. You know what I mean? But then you like grow up and it's like, come on. You know, that's kind of the way I felt yeah. about Don, it. Don like grew in that three years. I did. I grew. But I, it's mature. still solid. Like Brian K. Vaughn is still solid. And yeah. Fiona Staples, like I've never been a Like I like the art in this stuff, but I've never been like blown away. Yeah. But like Brian K. Vaughn, if you read like the letters pages and stuff, he's just like all over. He's like... Oh my god, it's like Fiona Staples got so much better like after the three years and like this arc has like the most visual stunning stuff and I'm yeah. just blown away by her artwork. Like I don't know. I mean it's fine. Like I don't I can I'm I'm not criticizing it, but it's like not the greatest shit I've ever seen. Like she, I don't see how he gushes over it as much. Well he I mean, has it's, different it's fine. Taste than you. Well that yes, I know, but I mean like are you guys blown away by like I think it's good, but I've, I've never like been blown away by Right. It's not like my my jaw dropped. But if you look at why the last man, I mean he loves Pia Guerra yeah. too, and she's it's she's fine. good, I but she doesn't blow me away either. It's fine. Like I said, it's decent. Has it, the trade hasn't even come out yet? No. Okay, so I was going to say, you were but saying we took that three, three... That would be a soft cover, would be what it does. I've been buying the oh, issue hard covers. I pretty much wait three years between chunks. Uh, of, now right, I'm going to have to wait like buy. six, though. So You're going to have to wait for a long yeah, time. Yeah, you're going to have to. It's going to be like, so instead of a three-year wait, it's going to be a six-year wait for me. I'm still waiting for my Morning Glories hardcover. What do you got? One, two, <laughs> three, three. three. There's oh, there's only two, isn't there? Yeah, there's three. There's 18 issues in each. Yeah, there's three. Oh, wow. Yes. That's what I'm uh, saying. So, so I wait 18, a long, uh, I wait a long time anyway. Okay. I mean, we're talking. Borrow these and read them. No, I'm just no. waiting for the hard Okay. <laughs> well, the thing was, we <laughs> talked about it last podcast, I think, where we were talking about how long it was, yeah. how long it was, and then I knew that I had these. I mean, these came. The first issue came out in January, so I mean, these came out this a year. year ago this year, yeah. and I hadn't gotten around to it, so I was just kind of so like, the next oh, one comes out in January. It. I think so. Cool. I think the next one will come out in January. Hopefully, it won't take six months off again. I mean, it's like, Jesus Christ. Like, how do you not have shit stockpiled after three years off? They have an ending it? number, though, in yeah. mind. He said, yes, it's he 108. Said yeah. They're halfway done. It's the halfway mark. Well, the before they took the three years off, it was halfway. Right. Yeah, and he talks about that in here, too. So I want to say it's 108. 108. 108. Okay. We're over halfway done now. Yes, you are. All right, pause for a second. Yes, All I right, do. so Scott needs to do something. Because you did Saga, I did Die. I have this, or I have this. I do have a second black what jacket. What do you want? I, I think I'm actually the same in Adams, probably, if I do That's another one. So. But, I will, but I have two of either one of them, so you can um, take your pick, really. Okay, I'll take so, this then. Okay. It's quite the conversation. Pick a beer. I need your little thing now. Yeah, I believe that. And Scott's go. It's Scott's turn. Um, you know, you know. Well, I was trying to think and go. At least the stuff that I read was was better than the stuff I watched this week. I think so. Or these last two weeks. Yeah. I was pleasantly surprised by that. What did Rogues you think? Gallery from Hannah Rose May and we're gonna tag team Justin it. Mason. I read it and I gave so, it to him so he could read it. So oh, we're gonna tag team. So, so Rose Gallery. 
Yeah, image. Sure, image. Uh, first time writer type of person that's uh, like actor, producer, things well, of this nature. She's an actress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Actress, actor. She's an actress. So, yeah. But she got Declan Shelby to co write it, plot it with her or something. Yeah. But because of that, it's kind of, you know, the, the gist of the story is, is that this is an actress that, you know, is in a, what would you say, high, like a, high profile role, superhero role. TV show. And, but it's, yeah, it's on a TV show or some type of series. And the, her, she has some crazed fans that are coming after her because they think that she killed the show i guess essentially in some ways the art's kind of cool and uh yeah it's justin mason i don't know who yeah, that is justin mason's uh the artist there art's pretty good yeah for what it is in the story and it goes really fast you know fast pacing and things um, when i started i was almost like i don't know if this is gonna be that good. might be the biggest disadvantage is is that it does kind of start slow right well it starts a little slow and then when the action does pick up it's a little um confusing maybe sometimes oh, maybe it bit. did seem to be a little uh, I, I had trouble keeping track of who was where I yeah because the guys are like in cosplay and you're not really familiar with the characters and so some of them kind of look similarish some of it looks similarish but then just you know who's where how did they get from here to there you know some of that type of stuff yeah. it, it is a little bit of a and i understand doing it for you know timing and whatever else you need to show all that type of stuff but it just like i said got to me a little confusing i I, where were they? How did they get there? You know, that type yeah. of thing. Was there a you lot know, of biting social commentary in this? Not a whole lot, but you can definitely tell that they're hitting a little bit on the our mass hysteria with, you know, entertainers, mm -hmm. you know, in different ways. You know, how we kind of are blurring the line sometimes between, you know, uh, a Fandom person. Fandom and a person. And, That's right. Uh, how the public reacts to them. How we treat... People on like social media, like if we treat actors like we'll say things to them that we would never say to them in real life. Well, and some of it is the fact it, that it hits on is the fact that um, we don't always know the whole story either, you know, from a fandom. You know, we don't always know what's going on behind the scenes. We think sometimes we do because of all these stories that are out there, but they are just stories sometimes that are stories behind the story, and we don't really know what's true or not, and we as you know customers of this entertainment we get caught up in probably lies and, and things like that too so um so the basic idea is um she is it's, there's these crazy fans they watch the show and there's this actress who plays the main character and they're they're always they're like dice they have like a podcast that dissects the show like every week or whatever right is that right i think at of... some point in time but like i said that's a little awkward too yeah so yeah and then, uh, and so then they decide they're gonna basically break into her house and steal like this rare comic book that she bought at auction because she doesn't deserve it because she's not a real fan of the character. Well, then she also quits the show, and then they cancel the show immediately afterwards because she's like the main character. And so you hear all this, and then they kind of go back and they show her side of it. It's like from her point of view why she quit the show and what her life is like and all this stuff. And then the two things kind of come crashing together. Because then they break into her house, and then that's kind of where all the action starts. Right. Hmm. But it's, like I said, I thought it was kind of jar hard at first to get into because there was all this, like, fake show and fake, uh, 
you know, history and backstory of this show you don't know anything about. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you're kind of trying to catch it's up. It's trying to and set it's kind the of stage, a, though, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's That's exactly what it's doing, but it's kind of hard to muddle through while they're setting the stage yeah. to give you, like, the background. But then once you get to her story and you start seeing it from her point of view, I felt like it really clicked. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. And then you get to, like, the action part, which I thought was done pretty well, and it was kind of yeah. more visceral and kind of fun. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. But, I mean, it, it was good. It's definitely... Uh, I wasn't disappointed that I read it by any means, you know, or anything else. It doesn't overstay its welcome, you know, and it it kind of ties up everything in a nice little. I don't know if I should say a nice little bow, but you know, it, it it's a story from you know the self contained story here type things. It could do more if they want to, but at okay. least they told the tale that they wanted to here. Yeah, it's fairly self contained. A lot of yeah. there's a lot of collateral so damage. End, yeah. I mean, What's there's that? a lot. It says the end at the end. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, there's like, I mean, for the characters, there's like real consequences <clears throat> and stuff like that. Of everything that goes down on both sides. So yeah. It's kind of feels pretty, pretty cool. Hmm. But yeah, I liked it. Yeah. I would agree. I liked it enough. I gave it to Scott. So you should read this. Yeah. I did not give him die. No. But I wasn't done with it yet. Otherwise, I probably would have. Oof. 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 I think Scott's... Well, he doesn't seem excited. He isn't even like the concept, no. so I don't think I would give it to him at this point. I was going to give it to him, but... Well, right now, I still have a lot of stuff. He always says that. At home. I, there is quite a bit that I still have at home. But when I run out of all that, die might be one of them to, if you're to check out. Your daughter is reading it, so... You yep. Can, you could bond with her over it. Go with over I Hate This Place. I'm really curious about that oh, one. Oh, you, you are? I am. Scott wants to borrow it. I, I, I'm i kind of contemplating that. Kyle so Starks, it's, man. It's written by Kyle Starks, which is probably the best selling point. The art's pretty decent, though. Um, It's about these two lesbians. And right up, right up my alley, man. And they just and they basically um, inherit this old farmhouse that like belonged to her aunt because the aunt and uncle passed away and they bequeathed her the farmhouse. So they go to this farmhouse to kind of start over or build a new life, whatever. Because I guess their lives and wherever they're at were kind of not really going anywhere. So they show up. Well, it turns out this farmhouse is kind of like haunted by all sorts of things. Like there's there's demons and there's ghosts and there's aliens. It's just this nexus of like horrible terrible things that are happening and so basically they find a videotape from the aunt saying yeah here's the rules you know don't leave the house at night you know if you if you don't go into the forest if you see the horde man run like hell you know it's like don't feed him after midnight yeah all these kind of weird crazy rules or whatever and so they try to so like okay we're haunted so they try and different things they go to like a what do you call it like a my, or palm reader, you know, mystic, psychic, or whatever, try to get her help. That didn't pan Fortune out. Fortune teller. So they hire some like ghost hunter guy to come, you know, and you know they're so they're basically trying to undo this place, you know, as quickly as possible or whatever. But cool. It's a it's to be continued, so it's only it's not contained, it's not done. Okay. But there's a whole uh, sub thing where Who there's does the art. Uh, Artyom Topolin. Hmm. Did you enjoy the art? Yeah, the art's actually pretty good. Okay. I mean, I think the art's pretty solid. I enjoy it. It's got a cool style to it. It's pretty violent, pretty crazy. Um, there is a whole subplot where it starts out with, like, these guys rob, like, an armored truck, and there's, like, three of them, and they meet, and one of the guys, like, uh, 
betrays the other two guys and shoots them, but the but it's near the farm and supposedly the money is buried somewhere on the farm. So he's trying to kind of infiltrate the farm at the same time mm. to try and find his money from this armored truck robbery. And they kind of collide with these girls who just moved in and now everything's haunted and going to shit type of thing. Okay. So, yeah. It's pretty good. I mean, it's decent. I didn't like it as much as Rogue's Gallery, but it was solid. Oh. I thought you were going to say it died. Oh, no. I didn't like that. <laughs> Let's go back to Dawn. Alright, so go around. This came out a long well, a while ago, but I finally got around to read Apache Delivery Service by Matt Kent and Tyler Jenkins. Um Matt Kent. Yeah. Stop he did the writing. After that black badge fiasco. This one uh was fine. Um but it kinda it kinda has a heist thing to it, so um Alright, so it's there's uh, a guy takes place during Vietnam. There's a... <clears throat> he's like an <clears throat> Native American, an Indian. He needs to drink some more Jack. Yeah. Um, but he's uh, he's not Apache. He's... Um, I can't remember what he is exactly, but he's one of those... He's in the, the army, and he's in Vietnam, and he goes out, and he scouts... The people, the enemy, and then he calls it in on the radio, and they bomb the location. So he's hmm. like, they get, that's why they call it Apache Delivery Service, because he's like, they all call him Apache, because he's Native American. And, oh, yeah. Cause... But he's like, I'm not Apache, I'm blah, blah. And he <laughs> wants to be, like, out I'm in Cherokee. The, right, Cherokee. And so, like, he wants to be out in the, in the forest, like, because he doesn't want to be with all the people that he's with because they're all assholes so he wants and he's all kind of assholes? like a tracker yes but uh so anyway he goes he goes out he comes in off his ship tour and uh, his sergeant or his commander is like all right you need to take a week off and he's like i don't want to take a week off he's like i want to go back out there and so anyway they let him go back out there <clears throat> well while he's out there he runs into this guy that's just kind of like wandering around in the forest and he's like looking for like this gold. There's he's been tracking this gold for years. So like in uh at the end of World War II, uh that a, a Japanese ship, submarine, whatever, they were transporting like this shitload of gold, like Nazi gold, and they end up beaching in um Vietnam somewhere. And they bury this gold, like, hmm. in, in somewhere. It's like this, whatever, uh, what do you call it? Like a legend, myth, or whatever. But this guy's been tracking it for years, and he thinks he's, fi he's finally found it. So he enlists this guy. Well, he actually, like, captures him, kidnaps him, and then tells him, hey, I need you because you know the lay of the land kind of thing, mm -hmm. and you're good in the forest. So if you team up with me, we'll go get all this gold. And then we'll have more money than we need to know what to do with. And you can do whatever you want, you know, mm -hmm. and I'll do what I want and we'll part our ways. And so, but as he's, as he's going with this guy, he finally, he realizes this guy's basically just a freaking serial killer. He just goes around and kills people to get the information and he doesn't really want to be with him. And they, they find the gold, but it's being, um, it's being protected by like, some natives or whatever and there's like 
dare like to protect the gold kind of thing. Um, I don't know if you guys are going to... It's a super fast read. Drew would love it. There's hardly any words in it. Like, it would probably take you 20 minutes to read all four I'm thinking issues. you told me everything about it there, too. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, there's a, little, there's a little twist at the end of what happens, and if anybody is interested in reading it, I won't spoil it. Okay. The art's kind of... I kind of like it. It's kind of rough, sketchy. But, uh, like I said, I mean, it's a really fast read with four issues, but... Okay. Um, anyway. Cool. Kind of cool. It's like your nice. national treasure kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so what's the other thing you got there? Uh, actually, I would like to talk about... I I didn't bring it, because I know you guys... I think you guys both read it, but I finally finished Crossover. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. yeah. Read up to 13. Okay. Which okay. it ends... It does. It doesn't end, but oh. it ends on a cliffhanger. And then I was like looking it up. Like that book hasn't come out for forever. Like forever. Yeah. I really liked it. I read like the last. I read six, which I think was the end of the first arc, which was that trade. And then I mm -hmm. read seven through thirteen yeah. or whatever. It's right. so meta. It is so meta. Like, but I love it. Like, I love it how like they brought in like uh, powers, the powers, and, Negan, and then they bring in Kirkman. Brian Michael Bendis and like, the powers, Dina and whatever are questioning him. Yeah, and Brian Bendis is like, I'm not gonna do this, and then he's like, Ah, fuck it. This is what you guys want. Fine. He's like, We'll do this, and then they do the whole powers thing, and then with Negan, when Negan goes to see Kirkman, Kirkman, yeah, <laughs> it's just like. Negan's like, you fucked my life up. And he, I love it, though. He walks in, he's like, an adult owns this place? Because <laughs> it's like all toys and shit, and Negan's like destroying his stuff. And like Kirkman almost talks his way out of it. Like Kirkman's almost yeah. pulls the magic and talks his way out of it. And Negan's like, fuck it. <laughs> Smashes him in the head. And he's like, ooh, I got both eyes to pop out. He's <laughs> like, that's never happened. Yeah. And then the whole thing with Donnie. I loved, dude. It was crazy. I loved it the way it just got so, so yeah. meta. And then you get to the end and, and Donnie Cates is like, I finally figured it out. It's not the writer. It's Jeff Shaw. We need to go kill Jeff Shaw. But I did laugh a little bit when, uh, when they go to the underground comic convention or whatever. Uh -huh. And they find Scott Snyder. <laughs> And they're like, does anybody know who Scott Snyder is? And there's like a batarang. Like, they find a batarang on there and they're like, I don't know what this is. They're like, what is this? It's some kind of strange whatever. But I don't know that. I love that book. That book was so crazy meta. <laughs> like it was, it was right up my alley. I enjoyed it. That's good. I enjoyed the crap out of it. Well, I thought the first trade felt like it was going like in a certain direction, mm -hmm. and then and the, then the second one was it just totally goes different. Way, way totally, yeah. completely different. Because I kind of felt like they had kind of a story going, and then yeah. they were like, ah, don't they worry about that story. This mystery of the world, and then it was thing. just like, no, nah, we're just gonna go off the rails now. Well, Donnie Cates is like, I didn't even want to do this book. Like, I wrote it and then put it away. It's like I want it to be a love story. He's <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> They've got him locked up and he's on medication because yeah. he's in like the nut house and then, I don't know, there's so many little things in that in that where like he gets out of prison and then he comes in and he's it's it's different Donny hates and they're like, Oh my god, he's like, Yeah, I cut my hair like between panels. <laughs> he's like the whole Alan Moore thing wasn't working for me because <laughs> he had the long, long hair. Yeah. I don't know, man. That book was so good. I don't know what it was. It was like just it hit for you. enough of the meta. And then uh, uh, reading most of those characters, 
You know what I mean? Like yeah. enough. The way, like I said, when Kirkman is doing his thing and he's like trying to sell it to Negan, he's like, man, he's like, I loved writing you. He was like, you were my favorite character. I mean, like he spun it and I'm just like, oh, he's going to pull it off. And then nope. <laughs> Negan just bashed his head in. It's like, you're, what was it? One of the lines are like, how can you be happy? You're in black and white. <laughs> it's, he was, Negan was telling uh, maybe Donnie, somebody, he was like, yeah, I got it from this other guy. He's like, if I, if I do this and kill all these people, then I get to go back to my world and I get to be king or whatever. Like, I get to be the god there or whatever. And I, maybe it was Dina Pilgrim, she's, or Dina. She's like, how can you be happy there? It's black and white. <laughs> anyway, I really, really liked it. I, I thought it was great. I, I wish the rest of it would come out because now we're supposed to go to Denver and kill Jeff. Yeah. Jeff Shaw, but <clears throat> um, I read probably my favorite thing this week. Really? Last Man. What? Boy, Scott? No. Yeah, Scott's turn. So, this looks like manga, but it's actually done by French people. It's French manga. It's French manga, basically. Does it read backwards? No, it reads no. normal. Um, so it starts out. There's this kid, and he's being raised by a single mom. And he's in, like, some karate school. And they're getting ready for some kind of big tournament. Um, like, that comes to their town. What's that? No, it's not okay. Slice of Life at all. It's um, the Karate Kid. It's Cobra Kai. So, kind of. I don't know. So, there's this kid. <laughs> That's a Slice of Life. And he wants to be... He wants to enter this tournament. Well, turns out that he didn't... He doesn't have a partner to sign up with. And he, it's like a two-man tournament thing. So he's, like, super disappointed that he doesn't get to sign up. Well, then this big kind of no-man-nobody-knows-from-out-of-town shows up who wants to fight in this tournament. He goes up to the registration table. He's like, I need to register for this tournament. They're like, well, it's a two-man tournament. He's like, I don't need a partner. I can do it myself. They're like, no, you have to have a partner. And so this kid, that who's not very good at karate, but is kind of just learning, but has started out, he, they somehow figure out that this guy figured out, hey, this kid needs a partner. He'll be my partner. So this big kind of dude... Who wants to fight in this tournament who's like kind of a man of fortune or whatever kind of wanderer you know teams up with this little kid and the little kid he's got like his uh his mom is the dad isn't in the picture so his mom is this attractive lady or whatever you know and so somehow he convinced this guy convinces the mom to let the little boy be like his partner and they enter this tournament and basically the whole thing it's like 400 pages it's basically them going through the tournament or whatever mm. you know but it's funny because it's all like kind of kung fu. Like they have these like Scott Pilgrim going it's on. A, it's kind of like firepower. Comic. Like they have these, uh, like they have these stances and they do these mantras and they like cast spells and shoot like fireballs. You know that kind of kung fu stuff. You know. But the guy who's from out of town, he's just like a bruiser. He just goes up and just punches people. So like the first match he's in, he like this guy's like casting a spell. He just goes up and like clocks the dude and knocks him. They're like, you can't. Help. They're like, that's against the rules. You can't hit him while he's casting. And he's like, what are you talking about? You know. So it's like kung fu meets this brawler guy, and so it's just, uh, it's just fun. Like it's like the fight scenes are really cool, and it's and each match they kind of build. It's kind of like watching like Karate Kid or something. Like you build up some suspense. You don't know how they're gonna win or who's gonna win, and you know it really gets mixed up a lot. You'd think it's like okay, well the kid's gonna get beat and the big guy's gonna win, you know. But there's a lot of little twists and turns. They keep it real interesting. It's like blood sport with a dude and a little kid, you know, basically. Like a kumite, but not to the death, obviously. Dumb. But anyway, the first, I guess there's four of these books. I think there's, there might be six. I don't know. There's like, 
six, but this is like two of the books that they put out right. in France. It's like two of them combined, and I think there's 12 or 10, hmm. eight total or whatever. But uh, it was just really fun. Like, it reads really fast because there's not a lot of words. It's kind of mongish where, you know, stuff moves, you yeah. know, a lot more panels for action, less, you know, talking or whatever. They do this weird thing where they have, like, at the beginning of each book, they have, like, a little color section. And the color sections are pretty cool, but then the rest of it's grayscale. Like do Akira. Like manga oh, do that's that. true. Yeah. yeah, Akira does do that. You're so right. I was, yeah, I was thinking the same thing that that's, that's I another manga esque type mm -hmm. of thing. But uh, you know, there's lots of cool. Like I said, it's just really enjoyable. It's just fun. I enjoyed it quite a bit. So I'm gonna take us back because I want to have a conversation. Right. Have you seen Black Adam? Yes. Have you seen Black no, Adam? I watch it yet. You didn't watch it on HBO. Not yet. So do we not want to talk about it? We can't can wait. No, you want to read this? No, no, no. Well, I kind of want to sure? get his I'm opinion. Sure. Sure. What? You want to read this? You love it. Uh, no, that's okay. Are you going to watch Black Adam? Yes, I'm going to watch Black Adam. Why? Okay, I'm just curious. I want to have a conversation, but we can wait till you're... Okay, let's wait till I watch it then, I guess. You don't, you don't want Last Man? I didn't sell it, dude. You didn't sell it. Really? You didn't sell it to me. No. It is so good. You'll love it. Well, keep it for the next time when I'm going and needing something to read, so... I'm telling you, like you I have Oblivion Song, like Invisible Republic, oh, okay. and freaking Savage Dragon all uh, at home still. So they're like, I got a all stack right. of This reads super fast. This really long. reads so fast. Hey, so does Apache Delivery Service. It reads really fast. Uh, you already told me that whole story. So, uh, <laughs> I didn't tell you how it ends. I don't think I need to know. Anyway, Kirkman does an introduction for this one. He does. Because wow. I guess he brought it over from... <laughs> France. From, from France. Because they needed an American publisher. He did. He's nice. just like, this is like the greatest thing ever. He's like, I was so jealous when I read this. So, I guess we'll do comics. this third time. So, I read him <laughs> and Awesome. Okay. Top five of the year? Oh, yeah, we're supposed to do our top five. It's pretty damn good. I didn't even Here? know what I remember what I read this year. I don't know. Let either. alone to do top five. Here's... Problem. I'm gonna have to start keeping track. There's a of problem that. with this. Mm. Are you gonna be a Buster Moody on this? Be not a Buster Moody. Yeah, Buster does Buster like Tom does King. Buster does not says, like Tom King. Yeah, too much talking, not enough action. Uh, no, I don't know that that's the deal. I'm not a I. I I haven't really not been a Tom King fan. The art's amazing. Well, God, isn't it? it it's is so beautiful incredible. to look at. Like I can't believe it. I just don't feel like Tom King is bringing it home in in this like I, as i'm reading this i'm thinking like it reminds me obviously it's set now but this is like with smallwood's artwork it's so like a pulp, like a 50s, pulp noir 50s pulp 40s thing. thing and i'm like oh my god like parker you know what i mean like the the parker stuff that yeah. uh darwin cook did yeah and even the reckless stuff that that uh sean phillips and and uh brubaker brubaker are doing right now like this would be fucking awesome if like i was thinking like i know brubaker and phillips are like the greatest team if fucking smallwood was doing reckless stuff yeah Oh my god, like I would love it like a thousand times better. Not that I don't like <laughs> Phillips. Phillips, but yeah. oh my god, this is like right there. And I don't know what it is. It's like I don't really have I don't really have like anything negative really. Like he didn't do anything wrong. It's just with this artwork, I want the writing and the story to be like up there with the fucking artwork. And sure. it just didn't feel like it was. I mean it's 
it's fine. It's a murder mystery. I mean, it's like, I, I don't know. Like, I think I've read it before. I can't remember what it was, but I mean, it's like, it's yeah. like the, you know, every issue I'm going to go and I'm going to, yeah. I'm, and then I'm going to sleep with her because it's another we day spent goes time by. together and another yeah. day goes by. I mean, it's not terrible. Like, I believe me, I've read more stuff. But it's just, I don't know. I was so blown away by the artwork. I think it's, it's like I think if I had powered not... through and got to the end, maybe it would have been better. Because if you had the last six issues, because it doesn't really give you much closure on and, anything. No. And but, it, like, if you had just powered through all 12 issues at once, then you'd get to, like, the denouement. It's kind of like if you watched the first half of Glass Onion and then you didn't see the second half for six months. Uh, I, think I don't really something. think that's the problem. Well, maybe. But maybe it might be for you, but for me, I don't think that is. And that the whole issue with the Martian Manhunter, it was so fucking confusing. Like, I didn't know what the fuck was going on until you get to the end, and I still don't even know what was going on. Like, It's been too long since I read it. Well, the power of minds, because they're trying to read each other's mind. Uh, and so yeah. they go through the whole thing about how the ultimate spy went through this whole training about some of that, you know, and things and gotcha. the and, alternate ways to, yeah, to, it just, to get it, through. It so was very confusing and hard to read. So then you have them, you come up with a fake one so that they're thinking that they're getting something. And while they're going through your mind, you get into theirs and yeah, see their deep, dark secret and whatnot. And then so. did they kill Guy Gardner? Like they killed Guy Gardner. It looks that way. Like, yeah. <laughs> like he's, Freaking dead. I did love Maybe how... Maybe they can put all the pieces back together again. And... <laughs> I did love how... I'm assuming they can put them back together somehow. I did love how they tricked... Well, he's he's melting later on, and there's just little <laughs> pools of blood everywhere. Oh, maybe not then. So I don't, don't think so. I did love how they tricked him out of the ring, like, earlier on. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah. Like, he comes in, who was it? Oh, it was, like, the the guy that runs the bar or whatever was, like, in the suit or whatever. Yeah. In the mask. And he's like, uh, as Hal Jordan. He's like, I'm going to need that ring guy. <laughs> Gives him the ring. I mean, it... There's nothing wrong with it. It's just I wanted it to be to so much more. Yeah. I wanted it to be as good as the friggin' artwork. Yeah. Because well, that's I mean, hard to do sometimes. That artwork's so good. Oh, I know. But, like, I don't know. It... If it was like a, if Darwin Cook is still alive and he was still doing the Parker stuff, like I don't know, like we need to find something for Smallwood to do like this stuff. You know, I mean, like somebody needs to find something for him to do like this, like do a Human Target series or do yeah. some well, kind of. Like Buster a was saying that fifties pulp noir, like Smallwood something. wants to do something different though. He feels like he's almost getting pigeonholed into this fifties. Noir, really? What has he like done? Or whatever, or into these like spy type well, Moon things. Moon Knight was kind of that way. It was kind of noirish. Um, I mean, that was his only other really long thing. I don't Didn't know. he do something with um, Shield though too? At some point, I don't even know. Maybe not. Yeah, he says Shield. When were you guys talking to Buster so, about this crap? I was talking to Buster because I got the uh, commission from him. And so when I went over there to talk to him about getting the commission, we had like this freaking 10 minute conversation about things because he, he mentioned long for Buster. He he ended up talking. He, he made a mention of Smallwood. And when he did, Uh, I said, Hey, well, how's he doing? You know, and stuff because I had, you know, met Smallwood before. So, you know, and so we got to chatting and so then we were talking about this stuff. And then that's when he went off on the whole tangent about how he didn't really care for Tom King and what he does to people in the business and things He's in stuff, and so anyway, we and and then he mentioned you as well that he felt felt that that Greg 
when he had talked with Greg last time that he felt that Greg really wanted to get out there and just do something totally off hmm. the wall different than well, what he's been doing. So, no, I mean, that's fine. Whatever, obviously, whatever he wants to do creatively or whatever, I'm yeah. sure it'll be great. But oh, man. I'm sure too, because his art is just fantastic. Like, even like, but then a, again, I think I can. I mean, there was a freaking Doctor Strange that I remember Smallwood showing me back three years ago or whenever the hell it was that was just incredible. I mean, with freaking planets and all sorts of other weird shit going yeah. on yeah, and cool stuff. And, and I just was thinking, my God, you can do anything. Right. So. But I, I don't know. I just really felt like a groove in this artwork. Like Dude. That. In, like, in, I know it takes, like I said, it every feels, time I like see the ice Hawaiian queen or dish, whatever, I think like that if he did like she Hawaiian. looks like freaking Anna de Armas or whatever her name is from, um, the first knives out. If you uh, think of that girl or whatever else, but I think that she just does. Like, he do the colors so, too? Does he yeah, do everything? He the, colors. the colors are just oh, the colors are crazy fantastic good. Too. Like the palette, yeah. like even the like even like a Hawaiian dick kind of book, like with uh, the B Claymore did, like righted, like wrote. Righted. But you're right. It, it, it has such a interesting Noir type style. So, but yeah, I'd love to see him do a monthly like book like that. You know, keep going. But you know, he's I read be... Firepower. Nice. The next one. Eh, it's okay. <gasps> what you loved? I, I mean, it's kind of spinning its wheels a little bit. It is. Does don't you feel that? And what's funny is you. I. I feel that way as well, that it was kind of a spin in the wheels, but in some ways it was, we got to get the gang back together a little bit, you know, type yeah. things. But yet, at this stage of, you know, your fifth volume, do you really need to go get a bunch more characters now, you know, of different things? If you to go keep beat the, the going. I guess, to go beat the big bad. And you almost beat him in here, and then they're like retreating at the end, and... I, it's I was much to it was what just... you were talking about, though. I mean, it is like a freaking crazy quick read because it, there's just like pages of, you know, just boom, boom. You know, the art is still just incredible. This freaking layout here is just incredible. You know, the two guys going to fight and then it's kind of showing in the background, you know, kind of different moves that are happening between them. I mean, that just that whole spread there is just amazing. You know, very well done. I thought it was creative and everything else. But, you know, part of my problem, too, is, is that it's been a while since I read the the past one that right. ended very cliffhanger-ish. And, you know, I'm going, okay, now, what character was who here again? And how was their relationship a little bit? I mean, I knew our main guy, the two kids and his wife, but I couldn't quite always make out, you know, who the heck which one was which one, you know, from the old the ex-trainers and mm -hmm. his ex-girlfriend and whatever the heck else. Because, of course, they're all dressed the same. So you're just trying to, <laughs> you know... <laughs> well, they're all in these, like, little ninja outfit, you know, type things. So you're just trying to then base it, base it on, you know, haircuts a little bit. So... <laughs> so, yeah, it's... But it, it, it's still... It was... It's good. It reads fast. But I felt... I keep thinking, like, oh, they're going to wrap it up this Yes. Day, and they never do. You know, I felt just kind of wanting at the end. It's like, I want this to end now. I, I liked it. <laughs> I thought it's good. It's been entertaining, but... Don't want to read on. it anymore. Come just on. Finish just, the story. Be just done. finish the story. Well, yeah. done. You're right. I thought... At first, when I was reading, I was worried they were just going to get the gang together, and then the next trade, they would fight him, because it was taking so long to get the gang oh, together. Oh, yeah. yeah. Then they rush through the big fight, and then they lose, and I'm like... 
the well, hell? did they really lose? <laughs> I mean, they're just well, all they kind of laying around like, we don't have any more power left to finish him off. And run away. And we got to go run away. I don't even know where I'm at on this. So, I know I have a bunch of issues left to read, but I don't know where these are, like with what it's at. You know what I mean? Like, did they take a break? So I don't even know if I've read this stuff. They can read breaks. They're pretty, they're chugging along. Same 19 years. to 24. But here's the thing with it. I mean, this whole thing with the way that it was set up and how it was moving, it felt like a movie. And so with that... Shang-Chi? Uh, kind of, kind of, yeah. There's a different, there's an aspect there. But, but with, but th- that's the thing is that you're right. With it, they are feeling like they've set all the players in motion. They had this nice backstory. They had this the character set up. They had their middling thing, you know, of fights. You know, now they've hit their big climax. Is the way I feel. And, and now, and, and, and. and now I feel like it, the climax is still going, or that they're going to have another. Oh well, this is just the. First climax. We got to have a second climax. It's like a nineties action so, movie where you know never, the last thirty so, minutes. And I think forever. that's where my problem is for something that I thought was so good and it weren't moving at this pace. You know, of a movie like type thing. Yeah, I need it to end. I don't need it to be last action hero. So you know, we watched Die Hard, the ultimate Christmas movie. And I was just thinking about that because at the end, the, the bad guy pops up with the machine gun again <laughs> that he had hung. Yeah, you know, hung him or whatever the brother and the the cop that's been benched forever shoots him like eight times or yeah. you know whatever. But it just reminded me of like the nineties movie where it yeah. never ends. It's like oh yeah, pretty much yeah. Oh, how many? I think I'm pretty much done actually. You're done? What? Talk about that thing on top that no. Uh, no. Don wanted yeah. to buy. Oh, you don't want to talk about that? What? I I continued I on. That. I will take that. I got two. I got the next two that I wanted to read. I got the next two. I did the Heart of the Atom. Oh, good guy. Um, Dude, that's actually, so bad. That's not really. It's a it's cool bad. concept because oh, it's, so it's written by Harlan Ellison, and I've never read this. And friggin' Sal Basima, Basima does some of the artwork. Is that it's from really, the nineteen fifties? Yes. Did Harlan write the whole thing or he just wrote the <laughs> No, first he just wrote the first one the that kind of set the concept, yes, and then and left these hacks to finish. And off. it's really not that long. <laughs> it's really not that long, like Which hack is that? Roger Stern dies. or Roy Thomas or uh which hack? Wow. Wow. Uh, Roy Thomas, to... Archie Goodwin, Lynn Wynn, <laughs> Bill Mantlow. There you go. Those are the hacks. Herb Turpy and Salvador. Bill Mantlow. Yeah, Bill Mantlow takes over towards the end. Um, so it took four guys to write like, yeah, five. It's only like six issues. I know, like, so it took five guys to write six issues? That's, no, they each wrote one. It, they didn't, like, team up on it. That's what... You, that's exactly what I'm saying. Well, these... So the first one... Five guys to write a six-issue story. <laughs> the first one is in 140. They're just basically doing the And the second it one doesn't story, take right? over... doesn't really end until, like... I'm going to write this one. I figured one, Peter David would have written it. I'll pass it off Because it's the like 248. One. It's like over 110 issues of story that they drag it out on. Um, there's only, like, six issues. And Jarella dies in, like, the third, and then, like, the last three are him going back to try to bury her. I love Salbacima, though. Yeah, I love Salbacima. Um, the art is not the problem with that book. Yeah. It's fine. Hulk is it goes to this... We deserve better. Goes to this other world. He meets this lady, Jarella. He falls in love, and then it's a, it's a subatomic... 
world and he gets pulled back. Then he gets sent back again and then he tries to help their people and then he gets pulled back. And then he comes back again, so he comes back like three times. And um, but what if they do? Every time they throw I try to get out, if, they pull me back in. Yes, but he wants to go back because uh, he wants to be with Jarella. Jarella, he's be in there. love with he's her. He's in love with her. Okay. And then there's like a, a a what if at the end. Oh, they included that. Yeah, but they only include. That was my first exposure to that story. What if the Hulk had. Become, become a barbarian. barbarian, but there must have been two because there's nothing about a barbarian in this at all. It was basically just I mean, what if Jarella had there, lived. What if Jarella? So he had stayed basically with Jarella. Yeah, but he's not a barbarian. Well, in in her world, he is. Kind he's of. never dressed up like a Conan dude or whatever. He I was. know that's just that's that's how they sold it, dude. Gotcha. <laughs> um, where they get to live happily ever after. Dressed up like a barbarian. That's what's on the cover of the book. That's what I was Have waiting for. Have you never for. read a what if? It's never what's on the cover. That's what I was it's waiting for was him a, being Conan and Jarella was his Conan They're trying lady. to sell it with this cool Conan as a barbarian cover and then you buy it and it's just what if Jarella had lived. This is the whole package. Sci-fi, fantasy, and Hulk. Pounding action. What if Hulk had become a barbarian? And he's dressed up like freaking Conan with a battle axe. None of that happens in there. <laughs> Did my sex do that cover? I don't know. <laughs> I, en- I, I was fine with it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it didn't feel like a waste of time. I will talk about the uncontrollable red glass. Oh, fine. Do you have more stuff? I do have one more thing. Yeah. I read The Uncontrollable Red Glass by Aaron Walter and Sarah Rude McCune. Um, this is kind of their take on like a sort of little kid superhero thing. So there's this girl. She's an uncontrollable red glass. She basically has super strength and is semi-indestructible, and she's joined... She's part of, like, a super team, but then they make her go to school. So it's basically her trying to fit in at a superhero kid's school, because all the kids at this school have superpowers. Of course. And there's a whole plot that she's about, like, a cat who's trying to take over the city that she has to foil that while she's trying to become... Uh, fit in at uh, elementary school, or middle school, probably. Oh. It's. I mean, it's fairly entertaining. I mean, for a for an indie comic, I th- I enjoyed it. I mean, I read it. It was pretty easy, a quick read. It flowed well. I didn't, it wasn't like clunky. I mean, it worked pretty well. I thought it was good. Good for what it was, which was inter- interesting. Nice. The uncontrollable reckless. Then the other Marvel premiere, a classic I read, was Volume Thirteen. It's Marvels. Oh, nice! That's I haven't read Marvels. Really? Is that Kurt Busiek or whatever? Have you read Marvels? You've never read Marvels? I have. Uh, Yeah, back in the day. Because I actually think I bought several of them uh, in single issue form or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Alex Ross. Did you buy that new Alex Ross book? No, I want to because I've heard good things about it, but Mm -hmm. I didn't pre-order it. It was the big thing, though, back there in, what was that, the 90s? 90s. Late 90s? Yeah. Was that his first like kind of big interior book? I think so. Because I mean, then he did, he did Kingdom Come after that, right? Yeah, he did Kingdom Come yeah, after. Yeah, they jumped. So from, yeah, this was like his. Or Ross jumped from the Marvels was, to the DC world. Yeah, you know, basically um, living off the gravy of those two books. There's an since. introduction by Stan Lee, which he's just like, this is the greatest story ever. Of course, this is almost like 
Astro City, though, in Marvel world and some things. Kind of, sort of. I mean, it definitely has that. Yeah, it's basically, it has that vibe because it yeah. wasn't there one of them in which it focused more on like the reporter or something. The whole thing. The whole thing is that way. Okay, You're talking about Marvels or Astro City. Marvels. The whole thing. Okay. It's okay. Basically, the photographer guy who's there from the beginning. And then he photographs everything, and then he puts a book together, and sells a book. But yeah, he's the focus of all. It's basically seeing the Marvel Like I said, I knew I read it, I just couldn't... I mean, it's been, what, 25 years or something? Yeah, probably. There's at least a couple stories in Astro City that take that same shit. Same that. Right, and give you, like, the every man's view of Astro City. Yeah, exactly. Astro City stories that way, but there's a few... Iconic Astro City stories that basically take this concept and, and take it, yeah. and he applies it to his own right superhero, superhero universe. universe. Yeah, exactly. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, in Astro City, I mean, it just depends. But I remember there being some storylines where that it was like that, yeah. very similar to very similar. The, some of the aspects of yeah of Marvels. Yeah. It's like every well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, mm-hmm. I think he probably did. Oh, well, fucking Marvels did great. I should make my own yeah. comic book and use kind of the same concept. I mean, yeah, totally. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, his uh, the Alex Ross art is still holds up. It's really good. Like, it's just, I don't know, iconic at this yeah. point, I guess. And then the whole, you know, like, yeah. So they I, basically go up to the death it, of Gwen Stacy? Yeah. Yeah, it goes up to the, well, yeah. I think it goes a little bit past that. But that's a really big story point is when Gwen, Gwen dies. Because it's really... Him, yeah. The story's about him and his career, photographing them, and then he writes a book, and then he retires. Like when Gwen, you know, I think that's kind of like the the snapping point for him. He's just like, I can't do this anymore, and I'm gonna retire, and you know, because um, he's got his you know family and all that stuff. It's kind of funny, like or interesting. The beginning, like when the Marvels first kind of appear, the the hero that's an awesome page too that right there that's so cool like all of them kind of diving in but um um you know he almost wants to get out of the city because nobody nobody knows what these people are going to be like you know he doesn't know to protect his family if they need to get out of the city and then like the second or the third book is all about the x-men and the mutants and to his one of his daughters like finds like a mutant girl and brings her in and like has her living in the basement and so like he's kind they're kind of protecting her um and then the whole but like how they bring that in that's a huge part like it's a whole issue with the x-men and how everybody's like oh the mutants they're gonna kill us and we need to kill them and mob mentality you know like the early part of the Mm x-men you know that kind of thing so they kind of bring that in into one of the issues i don't know it held up really good. Like, it's still a pretty awesome book I can to go that. back and read. So, yeah. I mean, it is one of the, what do you call it, perennials or classics Evergreen. or whatever. Evergreen for a reason. It, it's really... Marvel doesn't have many of them, book. but that's one of them. No, that is one of them. So. Um, I'm not going to talk about this much. This is basically just, uh, I read the first two. It's Image. So for they, it's a it's a uh, anthology. Um, so they were gonna celebrate their thirtieth anniversary or whatever. They did like uh, I think they're up to like nine. Like maybe I have nine. So there's gonna be twelve issues. And really, one of the stories you have nine of those. 
Yeah. Huh. One of the stories, I think the very first story, it's like 12 parts, so it should run through the whole thing. There's uh, ones that are like one-offs. There's some that are like two or three parts. Are they um, all original? Um, Because he's got Kaya part 104, but I know there's a Kaya trailer. There is. Right I think that's a prequel Um, to the book. Because I bought Kaya, yeah. but I haven't read it yet, so I'm not sure. Because this Hopeless is a book too, isn't it? Uh, I don't know. Is that the very first one by Jeff no, Jones? No, that's the one by Mirka Andolfo. Uh, Mirka. I don't know. There's a story in there, too, that I kind of skipped through because I'm not a big fan of the... Ra- There's like a Radiant Black uh, that yeah. universe kind of thing, and I'm not into that at all. Like, not I haven't read any Radiant of that Black. stuff. That Shift? Huh? That's, that one's called Shift? Uh, maybe. I don't remember. Um, But, yeah... It kind of bounces around. So, I mean, it's fine. It's, it's kind of cool. Um, I really like that. I don't know who it is, that black and white one towards the end. That yeah. I really like the artwork in that. I've never heard of them. That, it's kind of just sampling, artist. though, overall. Well, no, some it, are like it's... one of 12, one of three, one of four. Yeah, so some it's... are going to run all 12 issues, it sounds right. like. It's an anthology. Hmm. Okay. And some of it is original stuff. Uh, well, I never, like the Scotty Young one, it's like two pages of him at the drawing board trying to decide what he's going to do to turn in for the... It's pretty lame, really. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, it's Friday night and my deadline for my image 30th anniversary thing is due on Monday. What am I going to write? Oh, I guess I'll just draw me at the drawing board and like my kids throwing me ideas kind of thing. I mean, it was pretty freaking lame. But, uh... Wow, poor Scotty Young. He's doing his best, man. Okay. He's too busy writing a bunch of other type stuff. Yeah. Well, then don't sign up for it. <laughs> don't agree to do it if you have a fucking story. Okay. I don't know. I mean, it's fine. I'm not a huge anthology guy, really. But, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I like Image, and there are a lot of cool names in this stuff, so I just figured I'd buy it and give it a shot. It's Image. Yeah. And it's fine. I thought about it. Doing it, but it's single issue, so I'm not gonna. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's 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 decent reading. Cool. All right, Scott, can you knock out Sentient in 13 minutes? I read Sentient. Well, uh, got less than that. It probably took me only 13 minutes to read this. Uh, oh, it's that, pretty fast read. It is a hugely fast read. I mean, there is nice big artwork, big right? artwork, and just pages going through, and not a whole lot of talk. I mean, uh, a, a bunch a of kids. Lot of talk, a lot of words. There there. There's there's some words, but they're usually pretty simple too. I mean, because well, because it's a simple bunch, words. Well, <laughs> not all simple jacks. Well, it's a bunch of kids that are in a ship, so their their did dialogue I, is pretty simple. Did I give you enough to set it up and not spoil it? I was afraid I was going to spoil the cool twists and turns. Maybe I just didn't get all the twists and turns. Well, I there's not. Know, so, yeah. Well, just a big one that basically <laughs> all the adults get killed. Uh, it's not much to do. Uh, I'm like, uh, yeah, I liked it. I enjoyed it. But I, I have, Jeff Lemire is is really good. So he, he's, he knows how to craft a tale overall. I felt like the ending was kind of just like he's going, how many pages have I gone? <laughs> he's kind of gone. The, it had almost a, not really a Stephen King type of ending, but it was kind of that type of thing where it was like, huh, I think I've got enough pages now. I need Stupid to wrap this ending. up. So, yeah. And cool. just kind of go, 
because I was kind of like totally abrupt, you know, kind of like, huh? Oh, okay. I mean, I guess I, you told the tale that you wanted to, but there was there's some well, good little twists. they make it to the planet. I mean, that was the main goal. They right? make it to the planet, but, you know, at first, the way that it was going made it sound like this was this big, long adventure for them, you know, and they're uh, in the middle of this type thing, and they have this stop, you know, and stuff, and, and, you know, all this stuff happens and some neat little twists, and then all of a sudden, though, after that twist happens, you know, they're like, they're a freaking year away from, you know, any other planet yet, and at least, you know, type things. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, they go from there, and they're on the planet. And then they're just Boom. like, oh, okay. I guess they're, they had this one fun time, you know, that was really crazy, and then it was smooth sailing the rest of the way. Well, I don't I know. Fun. So, but uh, thank, thank goodness for good computer AI or something that could teach all these kids how to fly the ship and whatever else, but... They, they could definitely have, you know, go on some more and things, and, and they were setting up some things. But I like the way that he, there's like a universe here, and he hits on these things that I'm sure they're in his mind about what this universe was, you know, and I think it's one of the things of a good writer. Hey, I've got the, all this stuff in my mind. Where are they at? What kind of things are going on? What are the politics going on? This type of stuff. And then what he does is he distills it down to what do I think will be an interesting story for a reader? You know, he's not going out there and explaining all this type of stuff, you know, and things and what's going on here or there or wherever. He's just going, I have all this stuff in my mind. Boom. And I want to hit right in here and I'm going to tell a Fairly straight line tail with a couple of twists and turns. Have a handful of characters, and there we go. It's it's really very very well done, you know. Type mm. things. Is it the greatest story ever? No, but it's a good tale, you know. Gotcha. It's a good yarn. So I enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's really not a twist when they tell it in the back. Every adult on board gets killed. Yeah, that's not really a twist. There, there's other little twists as, as the story goes on. I, I think there's the bigger twist. I didn't read the caption before. Yeah. It surprised me. I felt like there was a bigger twist because of how they kind of build up how the relationship is between the kids and the AI on the ship. Yeah. And then there's a twist that happens later. Five out of so. five stars. It was good. I liked it. But yeah, I enjoyed it. One more trade. Well, two more. One more trade and then one more. Well, then issue. one issue. Yeah, a trade Nine. and an issue. Nine uh, issues. And fables. Then one issue. This was fables. Camelot. Camelot. It's a retelling of the good old. Yeah, but Camelot round was only table. like half of it. We had like two at There's the beginning. There was a lot of filler. There was a lot of filler. Was there two at the beginning? Two. There was definitely two one, at the end. Two. Two at the end. But I one feel in the like. Middle. I felt like the story at the beginning wasn't too bad. Yeah, because that's the one of the little June bug or whatever. Yeah, that was fun. I I mean, that was just kind of fun. And yeah, there wasn't too much there. But I did like the rats that were like, oh, yeah, we can't kill her. We can only do this and whatever else. You know, they're having like that whole debate, you know, and things. And they're and the parents are kind of like, wow, you had a good time, you know, whatever. I love that. Right. They made me write this. There There are are no monsters here. (laughs) <laughs> you know, they literally when they I thought the right. two parter that ended it, but the two parter that ended was kind of that was annoying. Yeah, that was a slug to get through, well, wasn't it, it? Oh yeah, the boy, yeah. the boys in the band. Oh my god, that was terrible. 
It wasn't very good, was it? I mean, well, that it was like starts out with that filler. page saying how this is how Fable Town ends, ends or gets yeah. destroyed. And I was like, okay, and at the very end they tell you how. I'm like, oh, well, you kind of just gave away the ending of the book there, didn't you? <laughs> I guess, but <laughs> eventually, I mean, it end. made sense. Oh, okay, yeah, Fable Town's going to kind of end because people are going to go back to their to the homelands. Yeah, yeah, we're just going to leave and go back. I was you like, know, oh, oh yeah, I was yeah, wondering okay. how he was going to end it, but I guess now he told me about ten issues before the end how he's going to end it. Yeah. So, All right. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess but I mean, did you have to give me this big old freaking thing of? Yeah, crap, I definitely didn't need that much. Big B ain't coming back for very long. If he ain't back yet. No, Big B's not back yet because they're doing some weird things there. Because Nurse Spratt, like, stole a piece or something. Yeah, she has a back. piece as a ring. So I think that she can I did like the Geppetto him, thing with the, the little, idea. with the little wooden yeah. soldier thingy. He that kinda, was funny. When he got lost in the backyard, like in uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah. yeah. I did like the fact that Rose is uh, getting the hots for Lancelot. That's I'm Guinevere. Yeah, that's a lot. Realizes, oh fudge. <laughs> oh, fuck, I'm Guinevere. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. I mean, I thought they did a good job with the Rose Snow White relationship and two very stubborn women and how they kind of came to a head. And... It's kind of weird that we only have ten issues left. I don't know how they're going to tie it all. <laughs> yeah, well, fate meets. <laughs> when fate meets that. Ambrose or whatever, yeah. right? They're going, oh no! Why is it because I said poop? Yeah, pooping. Is that because I said poop? Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of dangling threads to tie up in ten issues. In well, but I if guess I remember the last issue, one fifty. It's basically just like three page stories yeah. that ties up everybody's freaking story. Yeah, basically. So he really doesn't have to tie anything up because he's going to have that entire 150 to yeah. do all that crap. Sure. That's true. But still, I mean, it's like... Well, the, you're right. The last one... It, it The last one has like a big... It has a story in it that's like a normal issue size type thing. Oh, uh, okay. And it's kind of a story that ties up like the rose red and and snow um, white relationship, I guess, a little bit. Because the next one's going to, I don't know if it's too spoilerific, but it's not going to exactly end well, let's say, so to speak. You know? It's not going to be a happily ever after ending type thing. But I think that's why the last one's called happily ever after, isn't it? I don't even remember. Don't but it is, uh, the last one's tying up all of that and kind of showing where Snow and the kids and all those main characters are at. And then it's a series of these like little three-page stories of what the hell happened with everybody else. And cut out paper dolls and costumes and uh, games. Is that yes. in that one? Is, in that, yeah. is that in that one? Okay, I couldn't I remember. No. Well, I thought I that was just in, saying that because that one was, that was in, like, in a different one. one, like the 50 just, or something, yeah. Um, but, uh, did you What did you buy... think of the um, uh, part with Boy Blue and stuff in here? With the wolf and the Boy Blue? Yeah, where Boy Blue's kind of leading... Big B around, you know, kinda, in the so-called afterlife, you know. Spiritual. I like that. It's alright. It's like, and tell that stupid badger to stop trying to start a religion in my name. Yeah. <laughs> um, there was, since I'm reading the single issues, I didn't bring them, but there was an ad for, like, another hardcover original graphic novel called Fairest. Yeah. Do you have that? I have the first one. But I think they ended up having like 
But it's not for the series. novels or something like that. It's not. Didn't they do a series, Ferris? They did do a series, Ferris. But this is probably an original graphic novel before that. So it's not a trade paperback. Okay. I'm not talking about a trade paperback of the series, Ferris. Okay. It was like a... Yeah, I'm pretty sure the one Original graphic novel. I I think the one that I had was a trade of the the series. I was curious because it sounded kind of interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Have you started the new Fables yet? Mm Mm-mm. No, I think it's over. I might have them all. Cool. What was it? Was just gonna be a little mini series, like twelve issues? I thought. Yeah. Was that what he was doing? Something. Just kind of revisiting and. Maybe it's not. I don't know what it is because I haven't started it because we were reading this. We didn't start it until the end. Any excuse to put off reading your comics? Absolutely. Absolutely. Jesus. Nice. But you enjoyed this one, though, overall? I yeah, it was I good. thought this was good. Yeah, I you thought know? this one was fine. I, I don't know. I was like, Drew's always been like, oh, I hate the filler stuff. I do hate the fillers. I haven't really minded it, but that last, that two-part... Oh, it was so bad. ...was bad. I right. liked the Bigby stuff. The first one was okay. Okay. Like, I didn't hate it, but it wasn't, like, my favorite. And I would Jet- agree. And the Geppetto one was okay, because it seemed like I it did actually like had a purpose. I did like the Geppetto one. Like, yes. it kind of had something happen at the end that kind of did a plot point. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I did like Why the they couldn't have done that with, like, three pages, pages in a regular issue. Pages within the regular I series. No I have idea. no idea either. Yeah. Why we need a whole issue of that. But, oh, well. So, it was fine. Yeah, I would agree with that as well. It was fine. I did like kind of the Camelot stuff. I wish it would have all been Camelot stuff, but yeah, I understand you got to move the story forward with certain. Well, I don't know about the last two, the that stupid shit in the first one. I kind of get the first one. You get to see kind of like the slice of life, the everyday person or whatever moving in, in with the kid yeah. into the castle and stuff. Like I get yeah. that. It's fine. I just I didn't like the last two. That one, I'm the last two were rough. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. couple more. Sweet. All right. One more month. What were we reading next? We don't know. I don't know. We haven't decided yet. Okay. We still got two podcasts. Month to figure it out. Nice. All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. Happy New Year.